But what if from this part of the world, all the all the females look like this? But they don't. They don't. But if they did, would you go there? What do you mean? Why would I? Because I'm not doing anything. What are you talking Living about? Living in Zia's fantasies, <laughs> he, he's got definitely going there. It's a one-way ticket there. Wow. But it was on sale last week. There's no price tag on this. It's gotta be free. Oh my god. I hate my life. Uh, you you should, should go, go dive. dive. You're listening to Retail Rehab, where we believe the customer is not always right. So sit back and join us as we discuss all things retail and beyond. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Retail Rehab Season 1, Episode 10, the final episode. Damn. We made it. We're here. We made it, fam. It's the last one. It's been almost a year in the making. Has it? Yeah, we started in August of last year. Wow. Wow, so that's a throwback. Almost. When we all got all our gear to start this up. Quite the journey. Wait, what was the date? I don't remember the exact date, but we launched- Was it September? Yeah, we launched in late August or early September. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a while. Now- it's been a long time since we've all seen each other. It has. When was the last time? Well, we didn't see you last time for the last episode. Yes, that's right. You that's had Robin. We had yep. Robin substitute in your place. Yes, indeed. I'm not too sure how everyone felt about that. <laughs> he's he's Welcome right, back, by the right way. Thank you, sir. Thank Welcome you. back to the hot seat. Yes, I missed everyone dearly. And since I've been gone, I mean, I've had a couple encounters in retail, um, not as a... A uh, person working in retail, but someone that either re- is re- in the receiving end or um, witnessing. Mm, as a customer or witnessing yeah, other customers. Yeah, bystander. Yeah. I mean, before I go with any of mine, do you guys have anything that you've encountered since we've lost? Uh, honestly, like every time I go out, I see something. That's, that's true. That, I mean, you still work me. at retail, yeah. in retail, right? Well, obviously, like... You know, without boring everyone with the details, it's always the same shit. You know, you're, you kind of always <laughs> deal with the same sort of yeah. shitty customers. Um, but I've been noticing when I go out as a as a customer, even if I'm just walking around shopping centers, I just notice things that I wouldn't have otherwise noticed. Mm. If I didn't work in retail, I wouldn't see them. But just stuff that happens that I feel the pain of the retail worker. Yeah, definitely. Our retail stories. A selection of our experiences from this week. On to that topic of feeling the pain of a retail worker. So I'm going to go to, I mean, it's a place that we're all very familiar with. Every single person listening and everyone here. Everyone's been to McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's the diet for all of us here. Um, Has anyone heard of the burger, a double-double? No. Okay, no. Is that a secret burger? No, it's secret not. menu. So I think in America, I'm going to quickly search this up now. It's a burger in America, I believe, but I'm just going to search it here anyway. Okay. Okay, so I searched it quickly. First result, a double-double, it turns into a double cheeseburger, which we all are familiar with, a double cheeseburger. But the name double-double is apparently an 80s Australian burger. 
but regardless, back to my story. Um, so this old gentleman walks into McDonald's. I've already ordered, so I'm waiting for my order. So I'm not too sure how it works in like other countries, but in Australia, once you've ordered, you get a, your like number. So say if I was like number 104, um, I'd wait on the side until they call my number and then I collect my food. So I'm there just collect, uh, waiting to collect my food. And this old gentleman goes up to order and he goes, um, he goes and orders and then he gets his um, receipt, stands on the side and waits for me, uh, with me, sorry. Um, and then he w- realizes straight away that there's something wrong about his order. So he goes back to the counter and he pulls the girl, um, that the cashier that was helping him. And he's like, you've ordered wrong. It's, I ordered for a double, double. And the cashier is fucking confused. Like what? Like what's a double, double. And he, and he goes, you don't know what a double, double is. And you work here. <laughs> and then she's like, I can assure you, we don't even sell a double, double. I don't even know what a double, double is. And then he's like, ask anyone, ask any of those workers around you. And there's like six of them all behind her, like, you know, doing the drinks and uh, making like dessert and whatever. And then she's like to everyone, does anyone know what a double, double is? And everyone's like, nope, never heard of it. <laughs> and he's like scratching his head. And he's like, what the fuck? I just ordered here like last week. I ordered a double, double. And then she's like, do you mean a double cheeseburger? And he's like, no. And he's like, and she's like a double quarter pounder. And she's like, no, I mean, he's like, no. And then he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what's a double double? And then he's like, he got so angry. And he's like, I want a double double. It's two patties, like onions, lettuce, tomato. It's a double double. How do you guys not know what a double double is? I've been getting this for years at this same place. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you what's, on about? What's he been saying all these years to get his double double? I, I have no idea. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then um, they eventually just create a burger, like uh, at a bun, two patties and whatever else it is to create a double double. And he ends up, you know, finalizing it, but he was so angry. And when he was collecting it, um, so he was order number 106. So to keep that, I guess, in mind. And now... I've got my food and I'm eating now and I'm just, um, my table was like next to the counter and I'm eating and then they're like number 106 and then they keep like screaming, like saying, hey, number 106 and no one's collecting the food and the guy's fucking angry because he's been standing there for like 10 minutes now. Where the <laughs> fuck's my food? So he's still standing there and he's looking around like what cunt hasn't ordered or like collected his food yet? Like he's like, hurry up, like get your order. And then... <laughs> They're like, they put down, like, if no one collects it, they'll just leave it on the, like, on the table on their side um, until someone obviously collects it. And yeah. so they're still going. So 107, 108, 109. And then he's like, where's my food? Like, he goes up to the table. He's like, where's my food? Like, I ordered this double-double. <laughs> you guys don't know what a double-double is. And now, like, it's taking so long. What's taking so long for you guys to fucking order, like, to, to create the burger? Yeah. And then they're like, what number are you, sir? And then he's like, 106. It's like, we've been calling you for, like, 15 <laughs> minutes. Like, what the fuck? Dementia kicked in. And Dude, <laughs> oh, my God. And, yeah, so he was uh, just really angry. And then in the end, like, you standing there, you weren't paying attention. Like, you're so dumb. But people do that so often. You know how yeah. when, when they call their order? Yeah. And then people look down at their receipt and they still look around as if, like, someone else is going to collect it? Yeah. And I don't get why people do that. I don't know. It happens I, I don't all know the how time. you don't know your number. To, like, what are you waiting for if you don't yeah. know what your number is? And then, you is, know how like, after they call out the number a few times, mm. they'll call out what the actual food is? Yeah. And even then, people don't know it's their order? Yeah. I'm like, how dumb can you be? It's, it's so crazy. Like, I don't, I don't understand, like, people like that. 
Yeah. And he got angry over a double-double. Like, no one knows what that is. Like, it's I'm not surprised even a, they made it for I, him. I just searched it. It's not even a burger in America. It's like, <laughs> no one... It's not even... It doesn't even exist. Is this guy living in the 80s? But I'm so curious. Like, what's he been saying the last few times he's I ordered? Know. Uh, maybe they go wrong. Well, he did say his wife was ordered it for him. So maybe right. she was just getting, like, a double quarter She's pounder like passing or something. something else off as yeah. a double-double. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a double quarter pounder. It does, right? Yeah. Something, like, similar to it, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then another story was... Nice and that's well, actually uh, before you go on to the next one, this reminds me of something else. Oh, so, okay, yeah, tell same, me. same with Maccas. It's a quick <laughs> one. I was standing there waiting for my order, and this guy he came in with two kids, he ordered and he got his food. Mm. He came back to the counter, and then he's he opens up the burger and he's like to the lady, This is enough sauce. You call this enough sauce. Can you put some more in? And she's like, What's wrong with this amount of sauce? We always put one dollop, that's normal. <laughs> and then he's like, No, I come here. Every few days, and there's way more sauce on it. Yeah. She's like, all right, fine. We'll, we'll remake it for you. We only just put more sauce, and we'll make it for you again. Then mm. as she st- started making one, he came back with another one from his other kid, and he's like, can you remake this as well to a different chick this time? And then the other chick was like, well, we're going to charge you for it because we've already made you another one for you for free, and we've you know looking at this amount of sauce, that's normal. We always put this amount and he's like, no, this isn't right. You guys always put way more. This is discrimination. You're not putting oh enough sauce in for me. Discrimination card. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went off for like a couple of minutes and then they eventually make, make, ended up remaking both of them for him. Mm. I was just like, what is the big deal? Like, they're, they're not even big, like, you know, gourmet burgers. Yeah. They're just like little it's cheeseburgers. Like, it's, it's McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. Like, you, you can't expect that. Dude, and I feel so bad for McDonald's workers. Like, seriously. They must hate their life. Yeah. So there's another story on the McDonald's part. Like, or just in general with food. Like, like I said, in Australia, without, like, fast food, we generally... You collect your food by the number you've been given on your receipt. And it's, I don't get the customers when they collect their food. They're like, yeah, number 1,000. And then the customer comes up and he's like, I'm number 1,005. And it's like, no, it's not you. Like, clearly. It's like, it's like, like a fucking first come, first <laughs> I don't get it. Like, oh, it's not your number. Then don't yeah. go up. Like, what the fuck? It's like if they think if they call out the number, they might get it quicker or something. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. Like. And that shit's just, I don't know, that's, it just irritates me when I see that shit. I can't, I've, I've Maybe never... it feels like, obviously, if you're, you've been standing there for quite some time now, and like, yeah. you know, but if it's a number, bef- like, lower than yours. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah I, don't I totally understand if it's a <laughs> higher wait. number than you, and yeah. you're like, oh shit, where's my food? Yeah, exactly. But like, shit like that, it doesn't make sense yeah. at all. Yeah. So I definitely feel for uh, the McDonald's, or like, fast food workers in general. Definitely. They, they have it rougher than... Any other retail, like any retail industry, I yeah, reckon. It's McDonald's. It's just a volume of, of like yeah. shitty customers. Yeah, exactly. Now, on my other story, I was on the receiving end for, I guess, really shit customer service at retail. So I guess it goes against the whole retail rehab thing here, but holy fuck. Okay, so I went to a sports store. So here it's called Rebel Sport, right? Mm. And I was looking to get some compression like sports compression for um like my ankle yeah now on the um compression for the ankle like i'm trying to find what size i was right now on the box it's not really clear like it doesn't say like oh if your shoe size this then this is your size right so i'm looking like okay i can't tell and it says the only shoe like the only way you can measure this is to like check um 
the inches of like your ankle, like the um, circumference, whatever. Yeah, like you is. measure it yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now, obviously, I don't, I don't. I'm not carrying a tape measure on me. Yeah. So I'm, I'll go up to Rebel Sports, uh, the the worker there, and I'm like, hey, um, you know, I'm just trying to find my size. Do you guys have a tape measure that I can help? You know, like measure my my ankle. Mm. And they're like, oh, you don't need that. Um, I can tell you what size you are. What's what size shoe are you? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm size eight. And he's like. Uh, oh, then you're a small. I'm like, oh, how, how did you come to that conclusion? Because I'm looking at the box and it doesn't say like, you know, it says only if you're um, nine inches in like in your ankle, the size of your ankle, you're a medium, right? Mm. So I'm like, well, that doesn't really, like my shoe size doesn't equate to my ankle. He's like, yeah, yeah. And then he passes me like the shoe sizing fucking, like where you put your foot in and then you can, yeah. you get like the dial and like to measure your foot. I'm like, this is not going to help me. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to find the size of my foot. Yeah. I just need to find like the same angle. Do you have a tape measure? And he's like, "Oh no, just just it's a, you're you're small." And I'm like, "Oh okay." So I get a small and I try it. It doesn't fucking go past my foot. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm clearly not a small. Yeah. So then I'm like, "Oh fucking hell, you're useless." So then, um, at the time as well, I was looking at basketball shoes, and I'm like, "Okay, so I need to get um, a U.S. women's size five. Right, mm. but this is not for me. It's for someone else. And then they're like, "Okay, sure." And then they go up to the storeroom to check like what size they like, what sizes they have, and if they have it. And they come back and they're like, "Oh, we don't have a um, a US uh, women's five. And I'm like, oh, "Okay." And then they're like, "Oh, we have a US women's seven. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't need a US women's seven. I, like, I need a US women's five. They're like, yeah. "Oh, but this is a US women's seven. And I'm like, "Okay, but I need a US women's five. And then they're like, "This is the only shoe we have." And I'm like. Okay, and then I'm I'm what like, the what's hell? the smallest shoe that, that this, um, what's the smallest size this shoe comes in? And then they're like, oh, it's only in US Women's Seven. I'm like, you could have just saved me ten minutes by just telling me <laughs> that this thing doesn't come in US Women's Five, right? Yeah, it's like you're trying a chimp to do better. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just fucking like, what the fuck is this? Like, you're telling me to measure my ankle from my shoe. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. And you didn't even like you could. Uh, it's so I, I guess it's just like. The training needs to be required for these people because yeah. it's fucking stupid. But it's not even training; it's common sense. Like just, it, just yeah. thinking one step ahead, Did right? You get, and you could have saved yourself some time from going to the storeroom yeah. to, to. Oh my god, it doesn't make sense. So anyway, yeah. yeah, I just felt what it's finally like to be on the 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 customer end of fucking incompetence. Yeah. So this is how they feel. <laughs> When you're half, I finally now know when you're half-assing your job. Hey, but our stories <laughs> are worth it. <laughs> they make sense. But man, like that shit was annoying. But yeah, um, but yeah, I've only. I but guess honestly, though, I've I've experienced that more often than like receiving good customer service. Like and I, like I incompetent workers. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. even recognize that as bad anymore because. I kind of put myself in their shoes and I'm like, I would probably be half-assing it too if I was you. Yeah. So I don't expect anything from you, but it's very rare that a, that a staff will go out of the way to actually help you. And yeah, like, unless it's, I feel like that they would in America because you get like a tip. Yeah. I know, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they would do that because Especially that's like what they're supposed to like get that. Yeah, yeah, food, exactly. Yeah. Like your customer service would be like A1. Yeah. Whereas here it's pretty laid back. Yeah, like t- tipping really isn't a thing in Australia, as far as I know. No, um, fuck that. I re- it's I'm really bad though with like, um, like pressure. Like, yeah. so <laughs> we were at a restaurant and like after the end of the bill, they're like, oh yeah, it's fifty dollars or whatever. And then 
I'm like, okay, cool. But like before the terminal, there's like a tip option. Yeah. And she's just standing there and she gives and she's like, would you like to put a tip? And she hands me the terminal the, to pay with a card. And she's just standing there watching. And I'm like, fuck. She's like, like I don't want to put zero. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, I have to give a tip. Like, yeah. I'm like, $2. Oh man, but I just yeah. I just put zero I'm, every time. I'm so bad with that shit. And I just feel so bad. And she's just watching. She was just such a shit waiter. So I felt like I, I, I was blaming myself. I'm like, fuck, you know, like, I shouldn't do this shit. Even if I get really good service, and I, I know people are going to hate this, but... You just deserve to. It's because I'm not used to the system, like the system of tipping. I'm in my yeah. mind. I'm thinking they're getting paid by this company that they work for. Um, yeah. Even if they're really good waiters, I don't feel like I need to pay extra for that. I feel like I should already get that if I walk into their restaurant. Okay. So yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess here it's like you don't tip anyway. Yeah, so. but I, I totally get like in the US. I know it's a big deal where like people yeah, you, they make minimum wage they make that's like, what like, yeah that's yeah. their whole that's how they make money yeah, yeah exactly so they're really relying on people tipping them especially if they do good service they deserve it right yeah but here it's just it's very uncommon for starters so when you do get asked for a tip you don't know what to say yeah uh, especially <laughs> at like when I, when you go to fancy restaurants they always ask you yeah for a tip some of them even add it on like they'll add 10 percent or 20 percent yeah i think there are some restaurants that just add that anyway yeah like, like oba they add 20 percent oba so the fancy 360 restaurant in in the city the center point tower no not that one there's another one you know where blue bar is like- no bar, blue bar u bar <laughs> t bar <laughs> anyway it's like it's a really fancy five star um i'm, uh, rest- I'm gonna search it right now o, o bar o like bar yeah letter o, o yep. for oscar yeah and they okay. the only restaurant i've been to that just adds on 20 percent as a tip and you can't oh wow yeah yeah it. yeah okay yeah. 20% as yeah, a 20%. tip. And the average bill there is about 250 The 20% on top of that. Fuck? Did you go there? I've been there once, Why yeah. did you go there? Out of all the people, you're the most stingiest person. <laughs> In the news, some headline highlights from this week. I came across this video on Facebook the other day. I want to yeah. show you guys. It, it triggered me so much. Yeah, show me. And I've been like saving it to show you. Oh, pull it up, baby. Obviously, it's basically a lady that's been frequenting this store with her kid that always destroys the displays. We'll include a link to the video in the description. But what do you guys think? Do you have an age for that kid? No, nah, I, th- I think he's... Looks like four. Four or five. Looks five like, four. But he, he swore. Yeah. He said, shut wow. the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked. I was I would've, shocked. I would have bitch slapped that kid. She should have slapped that kid. I mean, she's the one who's teaching him to say this shit, but... No, but if you saw a kid in your store, like, slapping the hell out of your products, yeah. and, like, messing things out, but I'd he, be pretty I would mad. be pissed, but I'd be more pissed at the parents than the kid. Because, yeah. like, the fact that he's saying shit like that is... It's a, just bad parenting. I mean, like, how can parenting. you have your kid that's only, like, four years old <laughs> say that? Like, bruh. I don't even know that's part of, like, their, their language, you know? No, like, no, most kids can't even say actual words. Mm. Like... <laughs> I was just shocked. Up. And but then like she, the thing that the parents are doing anything. Like, she doesn't care. She's just like, she's acting like she's got that moral high ground. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. Bro. And then her kid's like, a second later, her kid's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up, man. Insane. You know, you know the amount of times we had kids come and mess up our displays mm. and we couldn't do anything about it. We can't ban yeah, you them because it's a kiosk. You can't ban them from a kiosk. And... Their parents aren't doing anything. Quite often, their parents would leave them there because it's entertainment for them, and they would yeah. just walk away. You can't. I mean, I wouldn't touch a kid anyway. Not in that way as well. <laughs> you fucking dirty man. 
This next story I have is about air travel again, but this one's it's, it's pretty. It's not actually about flying. It's about the safety cards that they have in planes. So there's an airline called Wizz Air, and they recently released a new design for their safety card, and a lot of people were really offended by it because they think it's sexist. And what it's, the safety card? Yeah, they think it's sexist That's and sick. in bad taste. So I'm gonna send you guys this photo or a couple of photos of the safety card tell me what you think is it because like the person in the, the stick figures of like a male well it's not a stick figure it's okay, they used like, right, slightly it. advanced drawings so without telling you what it is do you think that's sexist i'm looking still in what way is that sexist now you tell me like would you if you just saw this and you're in a plane would you consider this nah. to be inappropriate or sexist or nah. whatever i think she's got some damn curves but <laughs> yeah. other than that no like damn like her body shape is okay if anyone knows girl you won't be able to see it but essentially no we're gonna we're gonna include we'll post, a photo just of post this it on the yeah, Instagram. it'll be in it'll be in the in the description it's her body is shaped like an hourglass that's only it and it's just a woman like i don't want to feel sexist about I thought it was just going to be like a male and then people will be like, oh, it's a male, where's a female? But no, I don't think, I think it's fine. Did you look at the second photo, the slightly enlarged one, like the zoomed in version? Like the emergency exit one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can see it's just got a pretty... They uh, even contoured like the back and the shoulder blades. Like, yeah, contoured, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, not really. You like, don't expect this level of detail normally in safety cars. That's exactly yeah. right. But like, that- really over that? That's probably just like the artist like style. Yeah. So the two things, two main things that people didn't like about this is firstly her dress. They said that she has, she's wearing a really tight mini dress, and people don't, people think that's sexist. How? Because she's like, firstly, it's not practical to be wearing a dress that tight and to be able to get out in an emergency. But that's not the point of the of the safety card. And secondly, in the zoomed in version, they're saying you can see side boob, which you can see it, yeah. But what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's that's what you're gonna see anyway in it's, real life. It's it's a woman. If it was a real life photo, yeah. that's what you would see, right? Like girls have breasts. I don't know, man. Like it's it's there's always people that will find something to just complain about. Like honestly, it's one tile out of eleven. Yeah, that shows a side boob, like more than the rest, but. I don't think it's anything to be complaining about. Well, someone said, what are the safety leaflets? The hostess portrayed here is, ve- is a very sexy one. I'd say too sexy even. A bit of sa- side boob makes a cut here. Maybe it's a good thing that it's controversial. Then people are actually looking at it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Maybe that's yeah, the I point. Say that as well. Because <laughs> who reads these cards normally? Exactly. No one. I read it, but... Oh, you read it? Also, when like you're taking off, it's like, oh, what the hell is this? like these magazines and then like safety. But you know guard. how like they're always trying to make you yeah. more safety conscious, so they've started. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to yeah. to get people looking. I mean, if I was a guy, not really actually. Even a girl, like girls, can appreciate a good body. Well, right? It's good that it's got its attention then, because then people can actually read. Because yeah. like you know how they always try and get you to read this by showing you a video mm. and often like they're reenacting what they're doing. If they started using like hot people to reenact these things, do you think people would pay more attention? No, well, they'll pay more attention to the wrong thing. But they're still kind of getting the message. Hmm, I don't know. Because, like, okay, imagine they use a really hot chick to show you how to buckle your seatbelt. Yeah, would, would, Not that, who, would you be doesn't... looking at the girl or the seatbelt? 
You tell me, what would you be looking at? Because the seatbelt's like going to be in... It'll be more of a distraction. 70% of the frame will be the, the belt. But say she's wearing like a, a mini tight dress. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to like get creative in my mind and think, oh, wow. Over like a black and white drawing. But like, I think, it, I mean, it's definitely controversial in the fact that but do you think if, people's attention. if it was just guys, like say hypothetically there was no girls that looked at the safety card and it was just guys that looked at it, do you think it would have even made the news? Yes, because even at pedestrian lights, they complain about the person yeah. of the pedestrian light being a guy. That's true. So, okay, in Australia, we, for our pedestrian lights, the, the figure is supposedly a male and now there's a, well, not now, uh, way back. There's a, I don't know, movement to get it... Gender neutral. Gender neutral. And Be- also the the pictures on the ground with um, parents with prams, it was always the mother. <laughs> so they were like, well, no, it could be the father. So they had to make that gender neutral as well. Yeah. Well, so they wanted to make it. I mean, like I said, <sighs> there will be always someone to, to complain about something. So, I mean, regardless if it was a guy or not. If it was a guy, I'd probably say there would be someone like, oh, why is there no girls like in this... Yeah. This diagram, so... Look, you can't always win. But you but- know like, how you talk about being gender equal? In general, safety cards, I think normally they have, like, stick figures of males. But now... But how do you know he's a male? I'm just assuming it's a male. No, you're assuming it's gender, bro. But, like, that, but my point is, like, now they've got a girl and people still aren't happy. Yeah, because of a figure. They contoured her too much. Do they want, it just needs to get the message they, across. Just, look at, do look they, at the fourth tile... She's got an ass. Like, it's. I mean, yeah, the side like, boob is kind of unnecessary. Yeah, and, I mean, no, the, it's a very necessary kind of detail to you safety. Know? Like, <laughs> they didn't need to make her so curvy, but regardless, like, I don't know. It's not something you don't need to complain about. But what if from this part of the world, all the all the females look like this? But they don't. They don't. But if they did, would you go there? What do you mean? Why would I? Because I'm living in What are you talking I'm about? I'm living in fantasies. <laughs> he, he's got definitely going there. One way ticket there. Wow. Story submissions. Our favourite stories from you guys, our listeners. If you would like your story to be featured, please submit to us at retailrehab.com.au slash submissions. The story is titled, Well, Pink is Her Favourite Colour, submitted by Minx Monroe 90. So she said, this happened in a shoe department. At the time, we carried a line of popular wooden clogs. That's brand name tagline is, I got nailed in Sweden. These retailed from $150 to $395, depending on the style. My co-worker was in, on the sales floor when a woman pushing a stroller containing her baby approached her with one of the clogs in hand. The one she had was on the higher end price point. So from memory, I think it was about $350 at the time. Excuse me, but you might not want to have this on the floor anymore. It's gross. She said when she looked down in the shoe, she noticed brown, sticky smears all over the light-coloured leather. Oh my, what even is on this? I'm so sorry. Oh, it's probably chocolate. My coworker then noticed the baby in the stroller, which was supporting quite the beard of what was evidently her previous chocolate treat across the bottom half of her face. Did your baby have this? She said she noticed small cuts in the wood now, almost as if it's been in her mouth. 
Well, she's teething, and I ran out of her snacks. I gave her the shoe to keep her quiet while I did some shopping. But you probably shouldn't keep it as a sample anymore. Your baby had the shoe in its mouth? My co-worker said her mind started spinning, thinking of all the various hands and feet that had been in contact with the shoe, but quickly moved to that this was a $300 shoe that this woman just blatantly let her child destroy. She asked the woman if she was intending to buy the shoe, but the woman seemed confused. She replied with something along the lines of that that wasn't her size. Why would she buy it? Being a rather large company that also prides itself in customer experience, they were limited in terms of what they could actually do, so the woman left, probably still unaware that maybe giving your maybe giving your ba- your baby a dirty shoe that doesn't belong to you probably wasn't the greatest alternative to actually having teething solutions for your child. She was asked why that shoe, and she replied matter-of-factly, well, pink is her favourite colour. Oh. Anyway, the moral of the story is... Don't it's kid. another kid. It's another it's kid. It's another kid. But this unbelievably triggering. This is a high-end shoe shop, and this lady is given... This $350 shoe to her child to put in his mouth. Why? Because he has teething problems. Not only is that disgusting. (laughs) And she's completely like oblivious to the fact that she's done something wrong because she's handed it and she's like, oh, you can't sell this anymore because my son destroyed it. That's fucked up. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get how you can be so like delusional. But, and also, it's a yeah. shoe that other people have tried on with their feet. And yeah, kids. that's so disgusting. Why would you give that to your kid? It's probably full of germs. Dude, just imagine all that toe jam in there. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> toe jam. <laughs> uh, what a term. Oh, fuck. That's gross. Yuck. Like, when her child grows up with health problems, he's going to look back on this moment and be like, fuck, Mel, I wish you didn't let me put a shoe in my mouth. More like, wear protection next time. Holy fuck. <laughs> Disgusting. Moving on to the next story, titled A Disgusting Encounter, submitted by Princess Panda Kitten. So a bit of background, she worked in a small family-owned store, and at the time of this encounter, she was at the store alone while the boss was doing paperwork. Uh, So this store currently had a sale going on, um, she doesn't remember exactly what the, what the sale was, but it was around 30 to 70% off on selected shoes. So this faithful knight, an old grumpy man, enters the store and inquires, inquires about the sale. She showed him the shelf with the merchandise that's currently on sale and let him browse. The old man then c- calls her to come over and the following exchange happens. Do you have these shoes? Points down at the shoes he came in. Blue Reeboks, white stain on the front, sole almost worn to the ground. Yep, but they're not on sale. Show me. Hands him the shoes. Here you go. Would you like to try them on to be on the safe side? Yeah. And he proceeds to take his old shoes off in front of me, just as I realise that wasn't the white stain on the front of his shoe. That was his long, disgusting toenail sticking up from a hole that it had crawled for itself. Dumbstruck, trying not to puke. We have socks for trying on. Nah, I don't want to wear socks and shoes. And puts on the new ones before I can do anything. Seeing as my options are to sell this man these shoes or burn them, I'm trying, all, I'm trying on all my charm I can muster while giving him the typical retail compliments. 
So how much do these cost with the sale percentage taken from it? My stomach drops as I tell him they're not part of the sale. This is ridiculous. The sign says the store is 70% off. You need to give me 70% off. <laughs> this turns into a bit of an argument where I recount our previous conversation. I tell him the price is firm and him being a grumpy old a-hole for the next 10 minutes. I have no idea why, but he accepts it and buys the shoes. <laughs> he buys the shoes after complaining that he but can't that's get... that's disgusting. He doesn't wear socks. Yuck. His shoes with socks and his long, disgusting toenail. He should, well, they thought his toenail was part of the shoe. I thought was, they were going to say it was his bodily fluids. That would have been worse. <laughs> but like, would you rather want to see a long, I dirty see a, toenail or a lot of bodily fluids? Mm, that's a tough one. I'll probably say toenail still. That's true. I don't want to see Cause that. I, want, I would love to see a picture of this because the way they made it sound, it sounds like the, sh- the toenail was blended into the shoe, so they thought it was all just one part of the shoe. And then when he took took off his shoes, it was just a long ass toenail that had like started curling because yeah, it was so long. That's another thing I feel sorry about, like people in retail in shoes, like uh, shoe stores. Yeah. They gotta deal with people's socks, the yeah. smell, people's feet, their toenails. That's fucking disgusting. I, I feel like most people's feet smell, don't they? I don't know. I don't smell uh, people's toes. Like if you work in a shoe store, you wouldn't you I think you'd come to the realization that most people's feet smell. Just to some extent, because you're wearing like you're wearing socks and you're walking around in shoes all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just imagine having to like take off someone's shoe in the store and then like applying that shoe onto their feet, and you have to be like all in, up and close. Uh, imagine like if it's moist and shit. Yuck! Like sweaty. Yeah. Yuck. Yum. I'm curious. I want to like hear stories from people that work in shoe stores because I don't think we've heard that many, but I'm sure they've had like horror stories from like really no, gross definitely. people. I mean, I know people that work in shoe stores. Maybe they can come in or, like, they can just tell a story. Yes. Well, if you work in a shoe store, you can submit your stories to us directly from the website. Yeah. I'd love to hear them because I don't think I have heard that many. Yeah. And it sounds like they would have had some interesting experiences. It's, uh, I don't want to deal in that side of things. It's messed up. I've never even considered, like, working at a shoe store. I wanted to because it's sneakers, but that is the downside of sneakers is, like, yeah, you've got to deal with their feet. It's, it's disgusting, man. It's probably like the equivalent of dealing with, um, like lingerie stores. I'm sure they they deal with similar because it's like undergarments, similar sort of things. Yeah, but it's probably worse, I reckon. Mm. I have this uh, news story that I came across um, about this guy that got locked in a department store. So he he, he went in not long before close. And he was trying out one of their massage chairs and he fell asleep. Uh, and, and they didn't see him. Apparently they didn't see him. They locked up, they cl- turned off all the lights, pulled down the shutters. And then he woke up, I don't know how long after. And he's walking around and he's like, shit, the store's closed. And instead of like calling someone, he starts tweeting for help. Like from people. <laughs> it's like, he started sending photos of the shutters and shit. He's like, I'm stuck in here, send help. <laughs> what the fuck? That'd be pretty cool though, like getting stuck Yeah, it, uh, apparently that's like people's like fantasy to get locked in there. They do, there's this challenge, well I don't know if it was a challenge, it's on YouTube and they like, because you know how like Walmart and all those big American chains are huge? Yeah. They like hide it inside like the shelves Yeah. and then they wait for it to like close. And oh, then they're, they're trying to stay in, they get yeah, stuck yeah, inside. Yeah. 
But why? What are you going to do? Are you going to steal shit? Or No, I think it's just a thing. I don't know. Is it just going to feel like you're in someone else's house and you have I access to all this shit? It's just like some dumb challenge. Yeah. Let's do it. I've never wanted to do that. Do we even have a store big enough for that? Yeah, IKEA. Bunnings. Ooh. Nah, IKEA. Bunnings is pretty big. Dude, let's try it. IKEA, you could definitely, you could yeah. just hide under the bed and or something. early. Dude, let's fucking do it. Just go in a and bed. And it's like, it's like bedroom. Like, it's like actual Dude, living in a house. And like, way better than any house you would have a That's actually a good idea, because then, yeah, you do have beds. Yeah. Yeah. And they're already set up for you. Like, yeah. they're fully furnished. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really good travel tip. And they have tip. a restaurant. It's a good travel tip. If you're traveling, just don't Stay pay, don't Nike, pay yeah. for accommodation. Just fucking hide out in Ikea. Genius. You can have Swedish meatballs for breakfast every day. <laughs> and the ice cream is freaking lit. The ice cream. Ice they cream. sell ice cream. Ikea sells ice cream. Yeah, they're so good. They're pretty good. Yeah, what, like 50 cents or something? Yeah. Really? They actually, I'm going to say They're like soft serves. Yeah. You, you can get chocolate ones too, right? Are, you... Are they? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you can. Review of the week. Our favorite review from you guys this week. All right, you guys ready for the review of the week? So this review comes in from and Lazy Two. Hello. Hello. Titled "A Needed Escape for Retail Workers." They said this show brings me back to days working retail and food service. The hosts are great, and listening to retail stories is good therapy for all us customer service types. Wow! Thank you so much. For That's your our review. goal. That's lovely. Thank you so much for your review. We really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Analyze too. That's our aim is to create some therapy and for you guys to be able to vent your frustrations. Big things are coming in season two. Yes. We'll be here soon. We'll be doing a lot of other things. Um, what do you think of uh, getting on that? YouTube platform. Yes, we will be exploring YouTube more. We do have a YouTube channel. It's titled Retail Rehab. It's pretty shit right now. But um, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of content <laughs> on there. And so one of our focuses for season two is going to be YouTube. It's going to be a lot of new content going up and we're going to be doing a lot of new things with the podcast as well. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really hope you guys enjoyed season one. If you haven't listened to all 10 episodes, we would really appreciate it if you go back and listen to some of the other ones as well. We've had a lot of fun during the course of this season and we're really excited for season two and we're excited to bring you a lot more content and a lot more variety in the next season and we've already started planning for it. So stay tuned for that. It should be coming out. We'll have a more firm release date for you guys in the next couple of weeks. But um, that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Bye. Bye.